Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story... Pentagon officials confirm that 400 unarmed National Guardsmen are on standby at the D.C. Armory and will help U.S. Park Police at key monuments to prevent any defacing or destruction. Wow, that could be a conflict waiting to happen. Although the alternative might be, I'm not advocating for this solution or anything, but... What's going to happen otherwise is there's going to be Klan members or people acting FBI agents pretending to be Klan members that show up to protest the protesters like we used to see in Charlottesville. Absolutely. That speculation folds into a theme that I see emerging where in Atlanta, I noticed, and you were telling me about this, too, there were black vigilantes There are white vigilantes being identified elsewhere. I've been talking about this fake story that is manifest reality, as you said yesterday, of calling for bikers and the boogaloo to go to break up autonomous zones or anarchist areas on the 4th of July. I feel like it's all coming together. Yeah, I do too. And I think the 4th of July is a good date for something like that to happen for some event because the 4th of July is associated with the American flag. They're trying to make the American flag into a divisive symbol. So make 4th of, 4th of July a divisive symbol say, suggests that maybe Juneteenth to be the new 4th of July. I think it's a perfect setup. I have so much to say about all this, so let's not go too fast because I don't want to lose. I mean, seriously, I've given this a lot of thought and just what you just said triggered like three things that I had. Uh, the one is, have you noticed that Elizabeth Warren and somebody else is pushing for D.C. statehood? Yes. Indivisible has been sending out emails about that. Yeah. Weird timing, right? Why? Well, in the Indivisible email, it's because they would be the only state with a black majority. Okay. Well, let me tell you what would happen if D.C. became a state. What? Think about it for a second. What's the first thing you'd have to do? You'd have to get a governor. You'd have to change the flag. Good point. Great and point. 51 stars is a little awkward. So how about Didn't even one think big about star? That. Yeah. How about one big Juneteenth star? And they already have that flag. That's a good it's point. Just, it's just funny because I was like, "What? why are they pushing this now? It's just weird, weird, weird. So I thought that was crazy. The 4th of July thing is funny because I was at a I was at a barbecue a couple of years ago and it was real like patriot types there. They they sent their boys to war and stuff like that. And I they were waxing patriotic in a way that I just never do. Just arbitrary. We're always right. Let's go over to the Middle East and defend our freedom. It's like, what? So my son, who was kind of little at the time, <laughs> leaned over to me. He said, Mom, don't go all Frederick Douglass on us now, okay? <laughs> because Frederick Douglass, who I really respect, had a 4th of July speech, which was basically the way I paraphrase it is, hey, hey, slow down. Don't break your arm 
patting yourselves on the back for the 4th of July being the moment liberty was brought to the world. Yeah. Because there were a lot of people who were not liberated on the first 4th of July. And I just, I love him. And so 4th of July does have that irony. Plus, I don't ever like anything that's knee-jerk patriotism. However, just like with the monuments coming down, it's really not so much about what's wrong with the symbol. It's about why they want to get rid of it and what they want to replace it with. Yeah. They're right there. Iconoclasm. That's the term for that again. The destruction of monuments, yes. the, the destruction of culture, replacing it with not independence, as we talked about yesterday, but replacing it with new symbols of authority. Right. And the anarchism isn't the peaceful, self-ordering society that anarcho-capitalism and free market entrepreneurship would bring as people secure their own property and facilitated commerce for the mutual uh, growth of wealth. But Dean sent a quote from, I think, yeah, 1984, that absolutely goes to the quote that you gave us yesterday, which was from, what was that quote from? It was from Propaganda, the the Formation of Men's Attitudes, the book. Who, was that Laswell? No, that's Yule. Elul. Yeah, Elul. Jacques Elul. Yes. He's my green anarchist guy. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's a great one. You got me that book. So this says, the 1984 quote is, Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. And that is that is spot on. And that has happened time and time again in the French Revolution, the Russian Revolution. And we did it in Saudi Arabia. We tore down the statues of Saudi Arabia. We Iraq. Had Iraq. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Iraq. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that makes me think, OK, the when the D.C. Guard National Guard was called in D.C. I know, like yeah, I can see that. that just, just like yeah, wait, wait, that, that's yeah. just we did that operation, and it was yes. exposed as a psychological warfare propaganda yes. operation where we pulled yes. down the statue of Saddam Hussein, and the reason we did it was to one of the reasons was to try and spark the public there to do that to other types of symbols. So this could very well be operations of agents going in, and they could be the ones leading the pulling down of these. Monuments. Well, the one that happened in the dark night in Georgia, it was a backhoe or a crane and guys in construction worker uniforms. Yeah. But it was overnight. They just snuck but in there with a crane. That picture of the Saddam Hussein statue coming down, and I think it's even wrapped in an American flag at some point, is the actual photograph. When I was investigate researching psychological operations, you get like warfare books and everything. Yeah. You can that is the picture. It is. That I've is seen that. The I have picture. That one. Yeah, it's like I have the picture one. in the you know, people say, oh, you're face is next to ugly in the definition in the Merriam-Webster. That picture is next to PSYOP in Merriam-Webster. So when they were calling in the National Guard to D.C., the Interior Secretary Bernhardt said, we will not bow to anarchists. Law and order will be restored. So this so clearly is the dialectic. It's it's almost the classic dialectic of thesis, antithesis, synthesis. So it's this anarchy, it's law and order. And then the synthesis is on the 4th of July, the majority of Americans will be calling for some federal police law. And I'm talking the majority across the spectrum. They will be calling for that because everybody's going to be 
in a panic. That's the sh- it's going to be the show. And as I thought about it, and I know you've observed this as well. But when you read about the Russian Revolution, it's still not really taught properly that that Trotsky and Lenin were passing through New York and Germany, that this was an outside subversive operation, that this revolution in Russia was not organic or grassroots. Yes, there were problems, but it was absolutely fostered by a malevolent force that wanted to get rid of the czar, I think, because of his potential to centrally control a lot of natural resources but regardless that evidence is there that it started by agents provocateur by a deep insiders from other countries by a big picture deep state and that uh i think that's happening here i don't necessarily think it's other countries but you're seeing them talk about it on the international scale from the council of foreign relations to the international monetary fund to the world economic forum to kissinger they are they are cred i saw that article in slate they are crafting this narrative using all these buzzwords about they're actually writing the history right now about how donald trump single-handedly created the collapse of the United States. And they're they're citing all these things that I could one by one pull apart as a PSYOP or BS or whatever. And this is the destruction that he was put in there to take the blame for. Dean called it the day he got elected. Yeah. And this stuff was foreshadowed, the, the stuff that we're seeing right now with the release of the or the announcement of the New York Times 1619 project. I don't know if we ever talked in too much detail about this, but this was a pro. See, I was about to say six months ago again. About a year ago, I think, is when this project was first announced. But the idea of it is that the reporting that the New York Times is going to be doing and the podcast are going to be doing, all of their communication was going to be geared towards the 1619 Project, which is recasting America, changing the history of America, not to one that we were taught in schools, but to change it to where it was built on a foundation of racism. And the one that we were taught in schools was already reformulated 100 years ago. There's plenty of evidence of this as well, where they wanted history to be rewritten. They wanted to invent kind of economics as a discipline. They wanted to change this country from individualistic to collectivist. And they knew that in order to change the foundations, they had to change the history. Absolutely. And I keep thinking about that Black Lives Matter leader saying that she's a trained Marxist. And I knew that while I thought that before by the tactics they're using, but to hear her say that and knowing a little bit about Marxism, I studied a good bit about it. This is Marxist, this is Marxist Leninism. They have a lot of training going on across the country in Marxist Leninism techniques, which is basically identity politics is like the modern equivalent of what Marxism would have been years ago. So they're, they're channeling the just find a conflict with every issue. What's my angle where I can find a conflict so I can divide the public up? And what Marxist Leninism, the foundation of it was, Leninism's, Lenin's major contribution to communism was that it's not working when we're just walking up to people in our red communist uniforms going, would you like to join the communist party? That's just not working because it's intimidating people. So deception is going to be our foundation. He announces this. He talks about this in a speech at one of the, I think like the third or fourth international communist Congress. I'll have to look up the exact one that it was. And from that point on, they shed their communist colors and they target progressive groups around the world. 
progressive groups around the world because they feel that's the groups they can most easily co-opt. And they go in pretending to want to work with them, pretending to want to further the same ends, and all they have a plan to co-opt it and then purge the people that help them gain power. And that's what's going on right now. If people are involved in this and they have a good heart and they really want to help, they should really take a step back and investigate who the people yes. who are leading them are. This is what I, I that I have heard that stuff before. I know that's true, but I I just that feeling has been in the back of my mind. I have not been able to articulate it this whole time that people are being not only tapped that way against their like conscious knowledge, but the fact that this was allowed, this was unleashed at that moment when I, cause I always said you're never going to get that kind of uprising when people aren't hungry or angry. Yeah. But, but that when they waited t- for people to be locked down for 10 weeks, this was at the absolute height. The, the absolute length of the lockdown is when they said, this is what you're allowed to do. And, and that in itself is a manipulation, a deception that you get people to not think you get people to work in that crowd mentality. They, I've said from the very beginning, that's why I started looking at these organizations. What is your platform? What is your ideology? Why is it in capital letters? Is it a trademarked thing? I don't know. But so if you said Black Lives Matter, which they do, and it was a small, lower case, I think you would not satisfy them. I think it has to be the caps because it means so much more. And you don't even realize that little semantical thing. And one thing I'm telling you to look at, it is happening all over the media right now. Black and white are now being capitalized as if they are immutable, defined identities that will keep us apart and not just yes. an adjective that may or may not describe where you are on a spectrum. And their opponents is the way it's being presented. That is also true, yeah. And I think the capitalizing of both of them fits that. I'm imagining the start of a football game where yeah, they had the two right. teams helmets come in and the the capitalized team names right. and this story that everybody's talking about today and that they were talking about last night plays right into this but i don't think it plays into it in the way that people are realizing and i'm going to tell you about that right after this hey what's up guys with the world as crazy and unpredictable as it currently is the time to start living a truly sustainable lifestyle a lifestyle of rugged independence is right now and Neighbors Feed and Seed has everything you need to help you do just that. Small engine repair, garden supplies, vegetable plants, bird feed, chicken feed, premium pet food. Neighbors has it all. And right now, they want to give Propaganda Report listeners an opportunity to try one of their new products, Southern Nights CBD Oil, at a 20% discount. So go to NeighborsFeedandSeed.com or visit the store in person if you live in the Smyrna area and use the promo code PROPREPORT. That's one word, all caps, P-R-O-P-R-E-P-O-R-T, and you'll get 20% off of your CBD oil purchase. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Neighbors Feed and Seed is a fantastic business ran by friendly, knowledgeable, liberty-minded people who bend over backwards to help their customers in any way that they can. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. So you probably heard the story or tried to ignore the story about the noose that was found in the NASCAR driver's garage, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. Every news story I it's pursued. It's bogus. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so that's why some people didn't believe it. And that actually comes up in the story as well. Bubba Watson. Is it Bubba Watson or Bubba, Bubba Wallace? Bubba Watson's a golfer. Bubba Wallace is the only black NASCAR driver. So 
There's story breaks that a noose was found in his garage. Now, he never saw it. He never saw it. A crew member whose name I have yet to see told him about it, and then everybody on his NASCAR team and everybody at the track in solidarity walked with him up the track because that was such an intimidating thing for someone to put a noose in the garage of the only black NASCAR driver. Now, if that were true, everyone would agree that it was fucking horrible. If someone put a noose in there to intentionally intimidate and threaten him, you're going to have a hard time finding anybody who's okay with that. Right. And that's that's exactly why if this story were true, it would be less divisive than if it were false. And it was intentionally false because it was not a noose. The FBI investigated it and you didn't have to. All you had to do was look at pictures of the garage from two weeks ago, from a year ago and look at it today. Yeah, it was a garage door rope pull. Yeah, yeah, so they make these things. They have a plastic handle. We have one. And to they tell have, you the truth, I did see like a little video or a picture of it in the beginning, and I thought, isn't that the door? That's open? exactly what it is. It's a handle. You that's can, exactly what I thought it was. You can look these things up, and you can see what you see hanging on that thing sold as a garage door pull handle. Yeah. Exactly like that. If it's a noose, it's a it's a noose for Barbie. It's a it's like a tiny little handle thing. It's a handle. Yeah. So <laughs> everybody in that garage knew exactly what it was, and. Yeah. They told Bubba Wallace it was a noose. Then they sent him out on all of this press tour to say that it's just horrible what happened. He never saw it. He's got a handle he feed him hang, lines. He doesn't, he doesn't go into his own garage. They must have said they took it down or That's something before. Not I, I don't. Yeah, it's just because I mean, my dad had a body auto shop, whatever, in a yeah. gas station way, way back, and I would walk around always around stuff like that. I mean, if you're in that business, you can. That's I, how I you find know. it hard to believe yeah. that he doesn't know what stuff like that, even if it wasn't it just even if he wasn't really familiar with that particular thing, he'd be like I, there's shit hanging all over the place. Right. You know what I mean? They've got lifts and you can walk under cars and I mean, you got loops on your shoelaces, those little tiny nooses on your feet. That's the I mean, that's <laughs> right. where this is going. But but he so he goes on this press tour where he's talking about it. He's not on Fox News. He's on MSNBC. He's on CNN. And he's talking about how this horrible it is. And if it were really a noose, it would be horrible. And then he's asked at one point, what about the people who think that this is a fake story? And he condemns them. And then the FBI releases a report that there was no hate crime, that that thing had been there for two years. But in that report, the FBI says it is a garage door pull rope that is fashioned like a noose. Why would you put that in there when they actually sell little loops like that and they don't describe them? Get the noose shaped garage door rope. But the FBI goes ahead and continues to describe it that way for purposes of, of division. So Bubba Wallace goes on a, a Don Lemon show last night and he says, the FBI said it wasn't a symbol. It wasn't a hate crime and it wasn't intended for me. That's true. But that was definitely a noose. They even said it was a noose. OK, so he's stoking the division right now. But here's what this does. If that were really a noose and really a hateful thing that had been done towards him, we would all agree that it was terrible and we'd want to find the guy and we'd want that person to be investigated and prosecuted. But because it was not and because it was so obviously... It got so many people to not be against it. Yes, so obviously fake. It got the people on the right to just get upset and to blame the only black NASCAR driver. The only black NASCAR driver has been alienated and now is like against everybody in NASCAR that it has caused more division by being false and it has stoked more racial flames by being an obviously fake event. 
Yeah. I mean, I wasn't even aware that he was the only black driver in NASCAR. So now he is isolated and he seems to have been playing along with it. Right. And then one more thing that you're going to, you're going to like this is it doesn't matter if it's fake as we know or not Mm -hmm. fake. They had fake noose trending on Twitter, which is also not accurate. It's not a fake noose. It's not a noose at all. Somebody just lied about something. Yes. But so, okay. It doesn't matter if it's fake or not real. All these Republicans, all these guys came out and they they got so angry and they're blaming this person who's an African-American driver and they're blaming the left. And that shows how racist they are to dismiss this, because even if this one wasn't real, this is going on across America right now. So the the meaning of it's real. So truth and truth is facts are facts. And right. I look at the AJC this morning from the AJC. Nooses, dark symbols of hate appear across the country in the U.S. amid racial tensions. So right on the heels of that story. Yeah, I, I, I when I first pulled on the first couple of news stories and saw that they were fake, I realized that this was just a setup. And that's why I didn't even pursue it when it came up. Yeah. But the the... There's another thing that I think is a bit of a setup in that Oregon came out with a law and Oregon County has a mask law. And they said that people of color are not required to wear the masks. And this is in response to what some blacks and Latinos were saying from the beginning, which is when they wear masks, people are suspicious of them. They think of them as criminals. It's a kind of psychological profiling. And so they don't want to be a part of that, which does, again, it's a race-based law that separates people on rate by race. And then at the same time, another article that I saw was Fauci saying that systemic racism contributes to the fact that COVID hits the black community harder. And the, the actual study he was talking about was that, and, and it actually said black recipients of Medicare are more likely to be hospitalized than white Americans, which I mean, that's a recipients of Medicare are no doubt more likely to be hospitalized than any Americans because they're old and they're poor. Actually, I think Medicare is just all old people. So then I dug in and it looks like maybe it's also it's the white counterparts on Medicare. It was not clear what it was even talking about. But I would say to the extent there would be two factors, and I think Fauci touches on some of this, to the extent that race is correlated with economic status, being poor, working in a blue collar job, being living in closer quarters to each other, not being able to buy a new mask every day or whatever, if that's really a true thing, that masks work, would contribute to racial disparity to the extent race is correlated with economic status and there's also to the extent that race has health characteristics which they say they talk about the black community and as a health demographic so to the extent that they do and he said have other underlying health problems different health profile yes this would also contribute but if you start having race-based laws about health and safety like the oregon law you could really be setting people up for a, for that really being a systemic thing, if if the masks are really useful, and I am not, I don't know about that, but if they are, then it is unconscionable to tell these people 
based on their race that they are not required to do a health requirement that is there supposedly for our protection. It's the same logic as, sure, you can go protest with a mobs of people right. as long as it's the right, right kind of protest. I right. saw a story that said mask work, they must be made mandatory. Recent? Yesterday. Oh, my gosh, because it goes back and forth. I can find old stories that say a different thing, and I don't actually believe it. But if if they believe it, if Fauci believes it, if the Oregon legislators believe it, and if that's the common wisdom, it's outrageous to apply subjectivism, even in the face of science. I mean, that's a problem. And And I'll tell you, systemic racism is almost always a function of policy. Yes. It's not always. And people are somehow thinking it's objectivism. It's not. It's not even close. But it's definitely the flavor of the month or year. Yes. Can I tell you a quick... Do you have something? Okay, so yeah. jo- I saw. So John Bolton was on... He's been on every single show right now. He's been going on The Daily Show. He's been going on Seth Meyers, going on Colbert. All of the left-wing networks, right? So I have a theory as to why he's hitting all these networks, knowing he's going to get these hosts talking to them talk i mean these hosts are trying to like stephen colbert was so serious taking himself so seriously trying to challenge bolton bolton's just talking down to him he doesn't care i think the only reason bolton is going on all of these shows is because he has the mustache no i think (laughs) i think although colbert brings dana carvey on his show on a regular basis to play john bolton with a big mustache and he makes fun of him all the time so having him on the show now was it was a bit odd but i think he saw that every time somebody wrote a book that left the administration or got into a conflict with trump whether it's comey whether it's amorosa whether whoever Everybody who leaves leaves the White House or has a, a fight with Trump writes a book that becomes a bestseller and it's sold to those audiences, the, the liberal audiences. I think he sees a bunch of suckers and I think he's promoting his book. I think he's enduring that to promote his book to a bunch of suckers. That's what I think that he thinks. But here's a, here's something that he said. Uh, Stephen Colbert said to him, so your book would seem like it was the Nixon tapes. It would seem like the ultimate authority on what happened. Is it the ultimate credible source on what happened in the room? Talking about the Oval Office. And this is the quote that Bolton said. He says, speaking of the book, it certainly has a lot of opinions and conclusions in it, but it's done. The, but these are put in there mostly to lay out the facts. Let me read that again. (laughs) The book certainly has a lot of opinions and conclusions in it, but they're put in there mostly to lay out the facts. It's kind of a mind twister, but then when you think about it, this is what I drew from it. It sounds to me like he's saying, I formed opinions about various facts, and from my opinions of those facts, I drew conclusions, and that's what this book is, the ultimate Mm -hmm. source, which is my opinion. And that is... The whole facts is facts, truth is truth is. That's what the yes, Stacey Abrams it's said exactly what about her, her campaign saying, well, let's not quibble about the facts here. We're trying to tell you there's a bigger truth. The it was. Thing. Yes. Yes. It was the really interesting. Marches on throughout Col- the show. Yeah. Colbert country. presented him as the most credible person ever. Then he says that convoluted thing. And it's like, whoa, what does that even mean? It means that it's not as credible as you think it is. Yeah. It sounds like it's full of hearsay. Yes. 
That's exactly that's what it sounds like sure to me. Sure, what it yeah. is. Oh, you ought to watch that interview, by the way. It's pretty funny. It's because it's so uh, awkward. It's so painful for me to watch. Stuff it is very like painful. That. I really have a hard time with that. I can't. I can't do it. So yeah. So what? What else is going on? I got lots of stuff, but they're kind of quick hit stuff. Maybe we. I'll save for the patron fifteen if you've got another story, or I do have a Dershowitz thing I can tell you about. Well, let's hear the Dershowitz else. thing. All right. So Alan Dershowitz was sued by Virginia Roberts for defamation. Defamation? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So she, I guess, he called her a liar and she wasn't lying, she says. So then he countersued her. Mm -hmm. And now he's trying to get secret court documents from or sealed court documents from her case. Roberts also sued Maxwell for defamation. And Dershowitz is trying to get this the this these records so that he can use them in his case his countersuit against virginia roberts and i'm just wondering what's in all that stuff miami herald is trying to get all of those records revealed i doubt we will ever see them all but i continue to think that the way epstein and maybe these these cases will be used as precedent to keep that stuff sealed, even though Epstein is dead and all that. And it's going to shore up this ability to use your plea bargain to protect people who have not been charged. I mean, it's pretty crazy to me that it extends to other people. But I guess if it's your, your child or your mom or something like that, it would make sense. But for Ehud Barak or Alan Dershowitz to get protected by Jeffrey Epstein's or Les Wexner or any of these guys, it's weird. And I and I can't help but think this is going to benefit Biden. There is stuff going on in Ukraine right now. I think they found that it was actually $50 million worth of bribes to keep Burisma from being investigated. They have recorded phone calls between Biden and Poroshenko that talk about how they're going to kind of protect the Burisma guy. I mean, it's really crazy. And I, I actually think that the impeachment stuff may have been that phone call may have been staged to mimic the Biden one so that everybody on the right would just call that kind of thing a nothing burger because it's pretty bad and it predates that stuff. Interesting. So you think that they staged that phone call to lessen the impact of when the Biden phone call came out? I think it's possible because that Biden stuff is really bad and i think it's i think they do not have a complete grip on ukraine after the coup we did a coup there but i think that there are some independent actors it's very corrupt so they're probably oligarchs i don't know who's fighting whom yeah but they do not have a handle on it and i think that this is really important to keep biden from being exposed as totally corrupt now this is just my opinion i'd, I'd actually be interested in garland favorito's work on it he, he actually did a better job than i did on digging in because I just I I didn't get as deep as he got, but he knew that they were really trying to protect that guy. And I think they were trying to protect the guy, the Burisma guy, to protect the guy who stood behind him, who's the guy who owns Zelensky, the current president. Right. And that all falls in with the voter suppression election integrity. You, you brought up Garland, so that made me think of that. Yeah, It all kind yes. of works together. One more quick hit. Baseball says they're coming back. I believe it when they play ball. They're gonna have. And a- I'll tell you what I believe. Well, what I'll believe when I see. I've got an, a big one for you for patient fifteen. All right. Well, they're gonna have a sixty-game season 
and I didn't even look at the rules because I looked at them before. No spitting, whatever. No touching the <laughs> ball. You get a new ball every time three people touch it. I don't know if those are still the rules, but all I have to say about that is this. Who cares? Whoever wins this, quote, World Series, it's not going to be legitimate in the, in, the, in the eyes of any fans or any other teams. Nobody's going to want to win this one because there's always going to be an aster- asterisk next to it. This will probably be the one the Braves win because... <laughs> You know, I'd put money on that. Yeah. So, I don't want to win that championship. Plus, Atlanta is, a, is the hot spot. It'll be a dispute. That's thing. a great point. Yes, another yeah. dispute in Atlanta. Yeah. And speaking of that, in the Patron 15, I'm going to tell you about what's been going on with some protests here in Atlanta that's not getting that much coverage. Oh, can I just tell people something yeah. real quick? The We opened up a new tier called the Fan of the Free So if you love all our free content, you don't have time to listen to more, but you want to support it because we do spend most of our time producing the free content. If you want to support that, that's great. Please sign up at patreon.com slash propaganda report as a fan of the free. And one thing that we're going to do, which we rarely, rarely do, have never done before. We are going to offer for all patrons an early release of our propaganda report proper a deep dive that we're going to do while we're um out of town for the meetup next week so if you sign up for the fan of the free now you'll get that little bit of early release all right you guys can find your drive time news blast every week to afternoon at the or your favorite podcasting platform with the propaganda report podcast feed if you want access to that extra content that we post every time that we post a dnb go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron we will talk to you guys tomorrow or in the patron 15.